What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? Today, I am joined by former colleague, former drinking buddy, former concert associate, and current friend. Still current drinking buddy, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and current friend for life, Mr. Jason Iredale. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Mr. Dave Keane. Uh, it is a good Sunday evening uh, and everything is everything is rocking. Amazing, yeah. man. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast, sir. I appreciate your time. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. It was the uh, first time, like I say, yeah, first time uh, on, a, on the so-called podcast, you know, so there good you times. Go. Yeah, 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 man. I set it up about six or seven months ago. I, I didn't want to be like in the in in like the media section of of fighting and fitness and all this kind of stuff. But with reference to the gym, and being a huge fan of like Joe Rogan's podcast and like all the comedians that I listen to in Los Angeles, for example, all their podcasts. Um, yeah. I prefer to just sit down and have a conversation with people I know, people I train with, famous people, friends from back in the day. Um, yeah. And you, you slot nicely in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we, we go back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so yeah, j just, a, just a touch on how we actually met. So when I moved to Switzerland coming up on 10 years ago, um, I, I didn't want to go straight from Ireland office work to straight back into the office when I moved to Switzerland. I wanted to just maybe take some time off, enjoy life a little bit, like strange surroundings, culture shocked. Sure. Things yeah, like yeah, that, you know. Uh, so when I arrived, within like two weeks, maybe a month, I had a job in a bar. And after, I want to say, four, five, six heavy months of partying and, uh, you know, on your days off drinking, I, Party. I thought... Partying Swiss style. Yeah, yeah. Swiss style, <laughs> there you go. I, I just wanted to get back into an office and get a more regular lifestyle, you know, for yeah. many reasons, but we'll just say it's because I wanted to. Um. But then I, I applied for a job where uh, we kind of met each other and, you know, for legal reasons, I consulted our lawyer today and he said, for legal reasons, do not mention the company's name. Uh, but yeah. frankly, fuck that company, right? But, um, but uh, I, I walk in, uh, I got the job, I walk in, first day of training and, you know, I'm wearing my suit. Like I thought, you know, Switzerland, it's like, you know, it's creme de crop. Uh, yep. every, everyone's more or less dressed down and I walk in in my suit and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and I look up at the top of the training room with the group that we're, we're just starting and I see a dude with, uh, with an Iron Maiden t-shirt on. You're actually wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt now, which is ironic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm in my head, like wearing a suit, you know, I, I just want to walk up to you and go, hey, can we be friends? <laughs> But it, it kind of, I think, kind of happened like that, didn't it? Because uh, this, so this was like back in, yeah, this is 10, 10 years ago, actually. Well, 10 years, 2012, 12? I believe. Yeah. Because I'd just come back from England uh, from studies and stuff. So I came back to Switzerland. I was kind of, you know, so same like you looking for a job and stuff like that. The first real employment after, uh, after university, you know. There you go. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember we started um, we started on that day, and for some reason I think it was a Friday because then we we all went to the bar afterwards. Yeah, Cactus Jacks. We, yeah, yeah, Cactus Jacks in Neon. I, I don't know if it's still there actually. Maybe it is, but yeah. I haven't, haven't been there. In, I don't think I've been back like <laughs> in a while since, since those days. You know, and uh, I think that's where like you know we we got talking on and then discovered that you're also like a heavy metal fans so yeah that's, i think that that's where it kind of began isn't it yeah and i, I still had long hair back in the day so that's yeah, that's man. unfortunately that's gone but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, life bro it goes after a while you know uh, you know it's, uh, it's just getting old and you know it's, yeah i'm not wearing this hat to look cool that's for damn sure you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good hat though motorhead you can uh, keep it you on get every away time. damn oh, right of course Yep. But yeah, so, you know, like a year later, um, I think most of the, the circle and click that we had going on in the in the company, were, they were all kind of kind of had enough of that fucking place. 
and uh, we all just kind of like left and got new jobs elsewhere and what I liked about it is we all and you know to a certain extent with the assistance of social media we all kind of stayed in contact and and whatnot but in that year and one of the main reasons one of the main reasons I asked to talk to you on this on this podcast because it's mainly a music one um there was quite a few shows that we went to and I, I had uh, not been going to as many concerts in Ireland because yep. a lot of the big heavy bands from like the US and whatever they don't tend to visit anywhere except Dublin sometimes they don't even mm-hmm. go to Dublin because it's too expensive to get across it's just one island off the west coast of Europe you know yeah 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 but if you look at Switzerland it's in the center of like five yeah, six yeah. countries you know yeah 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 and there's the you know they've got the cash to <laughs> oh yeah to pay for <laughs> to pay for all these <laughs> when i found rocks, out like when i found out how much money the bands make when they come to switzerland there's a reason why they sometimes play a tour here twice they'd play some like like machine head or, or whatever the case may be sometimes they would play geneva and then they would play zurich and uh-huh. they would have okay. come come from france uh, yeah. play geneva go to zurich go to germany like it's all there and because bands can charge through the nose when they come to Switzerland because people have money, it's more expensive. They make a fortune here, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First concert, go on. Yeah. No, I was going to say, but yeah, I was going to say, but we, we managed to, to see, yeah, we, we, did, we did quite a few concerts, didn't we? In, in the like yeah. one year, I think, when, when we were both working together at the company or even like after as well for a little time. But yeah, yeah, we... Uh, there you go, we man. Some, some good, good names, yeah, good bands. First one was Lemmy, Motorhead. We saw Motorhead. It, just the fact that they were in the same town that our company was at. We just finished work at five. Am I wrong? I'm going to correct you on that one. I'm good, wrong. Sir. I'm going to correct you. What was our first concert? So we can call it like a half concert because I had to leave, like, because uh, I had to get the train back. It was exactly yeah yeah it was megadeth you're right uh with you and your brother correct uh, kevin as well and it might have been someone else but i forget the name my apologies right. uh but yeah yeah because it was i think they're playing where you where you were living so in freeboard right correct. so i think i i came up uh i came up to for the gig obviously and then <laughs> but then i had to leave like halfway through because the last train back you know again like the swiss uh, swiss train system you know it's very precise you know oh, yeah. and then it, it ends at 10 30 and that's it you know <laughs> yeah it's so. tough it's tough because a lot of the it depends on the line too in switzerland because um some places you could you can travel home after a concert two-hour yeah. train journey at like one in the morning you know yeah. so it, it depends but yeah you're right i was thinking it was motorhead all day long when i was thinking about doing this podcast and you're right you're correcting me so uh, we can say like Motorhead was the first full <laughs> gig where, oh yeah. But yeah, so Megadeth was the first one. That was in, so that was in Fribourg. Yeah. And then I think, and I think Motorhead was like a few weeks later or something. Like that. It was like Correct. Yeah. It was in, um, not the Palio. It was the Carabana Festival. Carabana Festival. Yeah. And, down and by, that, uh, Lake, that, Lake that's Lake. literally, uh, I think it was a, a 10 minute bus journey from the office. Yeah. Yeah. which was insane because normally when I like at that point in my life I, I'd been uh, delegating money for a train a four-hour train journey Cork to Dublin um, getting accommodation spending another hundred bucks and all of a sudden I'm in an office at five and I'm at a motorhead concert at six um, amazing just like that, yeah. that that's what sold it to me I'm like what other bands are coming to Switzerland and then I'm like finding out all these bands just stopped by Switzerland a because of the geographic location and b because yeah. of the money they can charge through the nose and get like away with it because everyone here is going to pay to see them <laughs> yeah of course you know but and for me that was Motorhead was uh yeah like you said those the, the whole we left work at five we were there like at six uh, I really like Caribana Festival is really good because it's it's like a small, you know, small venue, small, you know, outdoors, right by the lake, smallish venue. And you're right up front, you know, to the barrier 
and yeah like let me just standing there and like you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah man so. uh, like it's it's not that i was starstruck because i only really get starstruck when i meet a celebrity or when i meet a, a famous musician or a fighter or whatever um yep. but at that point we had quite a few alcoholic beverages and Lemmy took the stage and we were literally on the barrier and the barrier was a foot from the stage and he's like six feet back yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. standing there looking at lemmy kilminster you know what i mean yeah. phenomenal euphoric actually uh, getting yeah. very heavily intoxicated that night <laughs> uh skunk and nancy were the main act could you imagine yes. motorhead opening for skunk and nancy I mean, I, I I can't say I don't really know their 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 music either. But I mean, they're good. They put on a great show as well. Yeah. But, I mean, we were. I mean, I think we were both there for for Motorhead. You know, obviously. So, yeah, dude. So they, it was they amazing. Really, yeah, they and you know, I and I, you know, we didn't know at the time, you know, because it was it was like a few years before before Lemmy passed away. It was only like two years before I think. You know, twenty. Mm -hmm. It was like twenty thirteen. I think we saw them. Yep. Correct. And so. And then, like, sort of after that gig, he started having the the health problems. I think like it started to, to to started affecting him sadly. And then, so I was really you know, and then he passed away and all that. And so I was really uh, I was really glad that we got to see him. You know, I I only saw Motorhead once. That was the only time you know oh, wow. that I that I got to see him. So for me, that that gig is like you know, uh, you know, definitely won't you know, never forget that one. So yeah that's pretty yeah, special that was, man. A, that was a special one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i um i actually have a, a tribute to lemmy here i'll see if I, uh, no it's gone i put it down in the bedroom um basically i saw lemmy uh, i saw motorhead like three more times in switzerland because again they're huge in germany and when they yeah. play germany they just yeah, yeah, yeah. venture south into switzerland uh yeah. play a few gigs in zurich uh just outside zurich and i think um uh winter tour up above yeah, Zurich. Winter tour. Mm -hmm. yeah yep. so i saw him quite a few times and i had tickets to see him uh three months after he passed away so oh, they were man. they were to play basil but you could see the the german show the just before christmas where he passed away that you know it, yep. it was pretty much coming to an yep. end you know what i mean yeah 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 absolutely yeah. it was uh you know but he it that he he really like gigged until the end you know like yeah like i think berlin right was like the last show or something like that and then yeah, yeah and then frankfurt three or frankfurt what yeah definitely yeah. somewhere in germany i remember and then three weeks later yeah weeks man later, that was it that's it but, anyway, but that's that's that was, the power of music right that i mean it it yeah. brings people together all across i want to say across the across the world around the globe oh flat earther here i'm not sure um <laughs> But uh, it's it's not that type of podcast, guys. Um, but then, like, again, one of the main reasons I'm, I'm talking to you on this podcast as well is music. Music, it influences so many for many, many different reasons. I can't train it. Like, I can't train in the gym without going and putting on some good music. I can't walk down the street without having my headphones. I can't clean my apartment without music on in the background. Yep. And it's, it's that infectious bug that gets us it's like when you're a music head you don't answer the question what's your favorite song you know it just doesn't That's, happen yeah it's just, you know yeah. every song is you know every 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 song every band that you like you know it's it. it's like and and what's cool is that you know these like again coming back to, to that gig motorhead you know it's mm -hmm. like every time you listen to the band like afterwards you know it brings back the memories of that like that gig or this concert or something i know whichever band anyway but so now every time i listen to motorheads like you know kind of like ah yeah you know remember carrie banner festival 2013 yeah you know, good times yeah, yeah. amazing memories, memories. You know? yeah yeah because yeah. i hear i hear a lot of um there's a couple of podcasters that i i, I listen to and they talk a lot about alcoholism drug addiction uh sobriety after many years of attempt like they say that your friends with alcohol are not your true friends but i would completely disagree with that because it depends on the circumstance you know mm. i i've got quite a few drinking buddies that i only know from the pub like back in ireland yeah and like i know you from the office but 
our our love of music has i think solidified our friendship for over 10 years yeah you know so So like like the i mean the the, for us like the the office was the you know the the meeting place but it was definitely the music and the 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 gigs and and all that because there, there's that geek inside of me, right? There's that music head inside. Every time I go to the office and wear a suit or if I'm doing something for the gym and I got to wear a suit and I see like, you know, metal heads down the street inside of me when I'm passing them wearing my lovely suit, I'm like, hey, fuck, dude, say hi. I'm one of you guys, you know? Or when I yeah. saw you in my head, I'm like, can I be your friend, bro? I, I'm one of you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, that is the infectious power of music, and uh, yeah. it's 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 like brought friendships closer. It's it's developed yeah. friendships. Um, when a certain song comes on, let's say for example, when I I hear uh, "Stem Face the Pain," it's the old UFC um, uh, theme music for when the pay per views come on. Uh, when I hear that, I used to play that song all the time in my bedroom before I was like a fighter, yeah. and. Uh, okay. I, I would put that on and, and for my first boxing fight, they asked me to, what, what song do you want to come on to? And I just said, stem, face the pain. <laughs> and it came on and I was so fucking nervous, dude. But it's this, just this thrash metal head, head banging fucking song. And I heard that song hit the speakers. I walk out into the crowd and I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. The adrenaline, just, you know. Amazing. Yeah. Um, speaking of adrenaline, um, our next show that we saw, you actually said that you had a spare ticket and I wasn't even going because I, I wasn't a regular concert goer yet because I, I needed to uh, find my way in Switzerland first before I blew all my money on concerts. Uh, <laughs> but you said, uh, hey, Dave, uh, g- got a spare ticket for the Iron Maiden show next week. Would you be interested in going? Yeah, yeah, no. I- um, the no-brainer right <laughs> i mean only like we're the weirdest person on the planet would have said yes but uh we decided <laughs> to go to iron maiden in zurich and um when you say yep. the word adrenaline i remember there was a great day we were drinking on the train on the way up and we hopped into the hotel and got a few beers and stuff when yep. iron maiden took the stage they started with moonshine yeah. and that yeah. bass line at the beginning bomb yeah. bomb yeah. Bo- oh man so Iron Maiden took the stage. We had a seated ticket. Yep. Did yeah, we? Yeah. Sti- I, think, I think it was did, sold out. Like the, the yeah. standing part, I couldn't get. I couldn't get anything else when uh, when they went on sale. <laughs> oh yeah. Again, like you know, popularity of of of, of that band, you know, in Switzerland. Definitely. Yeah. Did we sit at any point? I'm not sure. Uh, no, we did not. We did not use the seats. <laughs> yeah, most likely not. We uh, we had. I think we had the beers like. You know, on the ground, uh, lined up next to us, and we we're yeah. standing again. We we're like on the rail, and we we're just you know we had the view of the we had, we had I think we had a pretty good view of the you know, stage and all that. And uh, yeah. you know, when you're further back, you get the the sound as well that reaches kind of the you get yeah. kind of get everything in the back of the arena. So very true. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a, a great night. Again, the convenience of the hotel was literally right across the road. I mean, literally right there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and when it was the, like. Yeah, no, sorry, it was like a 10 minute, 10 minute walk or something on by the, to the train station, right? So yeah. like you got the train, you found the hotel and the venue was, you, you crossed the street and it's right there. Beautiful. Yeah, it was so convenient. I'm not used to that. The big bands in Ireland, when they play, a lot of them would play Punchestown Racecourse in, um, in, Kilke- in uh, uh, Kildare or um just outside dublin city center or the big ones like marley park in dublin you gotta like with traffic and everything you gotta account for two hours of commuting uh in dublin just after the show just to get to your accommodation or to get to your car sit in traffic if you're coming home it's a three-hour drive by car uh, but the convenience of Switzerland is there's fucking hotels everywhere. The cops on the streets directing traffic immediately. Yep. Yep. There's trains every five fucking minutes. It's amazing. Uh, but yep. you conveniently booked the hotel right across the street. <laughs> and the drinking after was just perfect because we were outside. It was summertime and they were just yeah, was, feeding us yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, put it on the hotel, uh, you know, put it on the hotel room. We'll, we'll pay it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <okay. laughs> 
The next morning was like, oh. Oh, God. Where's, where's that hotel bill? Oh. That is the <laughs> biggest goddamn hotel bill I've ever seen in my life. My goodness. But no, that was, but, but that was, yeah, that was such a, you know, it was like, I remember, again, it was like another gig that I remember, you know, really, it was like the 20, 22nd of June, 2013. So again, it was like a few weeks after Motorhead. We, uh, and it was a Saturday, which was yeah. like, you know, the perfect, day for a gig you know because yeah. you, you have all day off before all day off sunday you know so it's great yeah we got there a few beers outside uh saw the concert i mean this was made and it was on the uh uh it was on the made in england tour so they were doing the whole um seventh sun yeah um, uh you know backdrop and and that album and all that stuff so like classic you know like moon child and can i play with madness and all that can't play madness and yeah amazing uh, you know it was, it was great and then yeah and then after the gig you know we just <laughs> went just across the street hotel bar stayed there and i think we ended up burger king somewhere <laughs> somewhere yeah. up the road and, you know yeah good well, time we'll yeah. spare any additional details on that but a lot of burger king was consumed and the hotel right. the, the hotel fourth floor was quarantined for about six months <laughs> after that yeah, I wonder if they if they uh, reopened it, you know, eventually. But uh, yeah, yeah, and banned so, for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then the next day, train back, and yeah, it was a standard hangover Sunday, you know. So. Yeah, man, Th- those for me were my younger days where I could actually maintain and function the next day with a hangover. Like uh, it's got a lot to do with the um, the euphoria of seeing one of my favorite bands ever. Uh, obviously great company with you had a great night there was no um, I want to touch on this as well there was no rush for uh, intoxication now what I mean by that was in Ireland I don't want to shit on Ireland too much here now (laughs) but watch out (laughs) watch out in Ireland there's this rush to get on a Saturday night let's say for example I want to go out and cork on a Saturday night um well there's this rush to have as much alcohol at home first before you even go out um you know there's this rush to get into the final venue that you want to end up in uh before midnight so you're not negotiating with a bouncer while bursting to use the bathroom yep. uh, when you get in there you want to get as many drinks in you before the shots at two o'clock yeah, and then, and then you got to get kicked out an hour later, and you know whatever else is in your system was rushed into your system the last three hours, and that's when yeah. people fight on the streets. Yeah, that that's yeah. when bad decisions are made. You know, um, yeah. no. in Switzerland, there's no rush like that, dude. There, there's no, there's no rush because there's places open twenty four hours. You can come and go as you please, um, and with Maiden. We literally left the venue, went across the road, sat down on the little outside seats, and there was table service. We had our feet up, dude. I was making videos for Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, and that's the thing. It was was so easy as well, you know, obviously. And, you know, uh, you as a a gig partner, you know, that was just so easy, you know. You're just like, what's up? What's up? Have a beer. You know, catch up. Watch the show have a few beers after yeah no it's all good no fighting just just no you know? drama and just easy that's it you know that's what no, you want. no drama no exactly man we mm-hmm. that's what social life should be about going out with people you know or talking to strangers and and just being safe and and having fun um what was our next show i want to say it was steel panther but you've already corrected me on this podcast so <laughs> oh i think i think you're right i think after I think after Maiden, there was, there was, uh, I guess there wasn't that many concerts coming or maybe there was, or I don't know, maybe we had different things going on, but uh, yeah, I think the next one, and I think probably the last one to to date, right? I haven't haven't seen a gig together since, but yeah, Steel Panther, Steel Panther, and that was in, that was in, was in Zurich as well? Yeah, yeah, Complex 457. Okay, yep, so Steel Panther and Zurich. And again, just as I said, um, we did not get accommodation. We did not plan for rushing to get a last train back home to Fribourg or or Neon. We said, hey, let's party all fucking night, bro. (laughs) 
Oh man. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. And I think it was the 6 a.m. train home. I think the that was the that was yep. the decision, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So it was actually really easy because we went to the show, we had our beers, we found yep. a couple of late bars, and yep. we knew where a specific Burger King was. Mm, from a previous gig. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we knew that it was going to be open late. Um, so let's just have a Burger King and get the, the, the first train home with all the work commuters. That's right, because because that gig was like, it was like a went Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. night or something. Exactly. And, uh, man, I, I got home. I think I got home. It was like 7, 7 a.m. or 7.30 or something. Yeah. And uh, um, just like, you know, straight straight to bed, you know, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Because yeah, I, was, I was still living with my parents, you know. So I, yeah. I came, came home. It was like 7 a.m. I think my dad was just getting up, you know, getting ready yeah. to work on a Wednesday. You know? And I was like, hey, dad. Yeah, yeah. It was a good gig. Good, yeah, yeah. Good night. <laughs> good to go to sleep. <laughs> good times. Yeah, good times. Yeah. And then I think so that was I think that was the last that was the last show. Man. Yeah. March. I think and that was March, yeah. March 2014, I think. Correct. Yeah. So since then, we've not attended any shows and, you know, I'm trying to obviously stay off the topic, but uh, yes. we have had live concerts taken away from us, man. How are you coping? You know, it's I'm, as, as I'm as you just said that I can see the Iron Maiden tickets. They're hang up over there. Um, that was supposed to be uh, like July 2020. Yeah. So they're still there. Uh, still waiting yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is a good one you know we got airborne uh, support so it's God like for it. me it's like a double you know double double win and Flawless, uh, yeah. yeah it's um it's it's yeah it's been that's been tough you know i mean obviously for uh, for everyone right but um if we're just talking about live gigs and, and, and music and stuff it's um it's definitely something you know if you if you enjoy going to concerts and seeing you know seeing the bands that you that you love you know it's it's two years is a long time you know without <laughs> without any yeah. any live music so i am keeping my fingers crossed for uh so i think maiden they rescheduled for this summer so i think like the, these this show is like for uh for june june this right. this year um so we'll see hopefully we'll hopefully we'll go ahead but but you know that's um, that's that's the only ticket that that we have that you know that we have here, and uh, you know there's because there's, there's nothing else to book, and and you don't really want to book anything as well because sometimes you know you do, you just don't know what's going to happen if it's like if it's going to be cancelled or something, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a huge controversy right now with Live Nation and uh, Ticketmaster and Ticket Corner. Uh, in Europe where they're saying that you know you're not getting a refund we're not refunding you these tickets you're not entitled to a refund the concerts are not cancelled they're being rescheduled um, and any refunds you know I, from what I see is is that um, refunds are not happening at 100% Live Nation are still taking their 5% um, but everybody else needs to just go fuck themselves. And it's a huge topic for debate. So I have purposefully not bought any tickets yep. Um, yeah, yeah. because I just don't want the hassle of the refund and the like the, the patients, the waiting and things like that. Um, yep. We got our Iron Maiden tickets refunded in full, um, but that happened, I think, uh, summer 2021. So yeah, that would have been... Ah, okay. Was it 2020 yeah. or tw yeah? No, summer 2020. Excuse me, I don't even know what year it is. It's been such a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so for this, like the same tour, it was this tour, like that uh, tour, same one I have. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. With okay. Airborne, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we are. Are the guy who got the tickets for me here got a full refund, but he okay. it took, okay. it took a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but, that's that's what they told us. You know, they said, well, the, the tickets remain valid, right? So. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we'll just, you know, we'll just <laughs> keep them here and, you know, wait till the, the day that hopefully will we'll come come soon. And yeah. I still have my uh, valid Ozzy Osbourne ticket, but they're saying now 2023. 
Oh man, yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's a little bit of a patience game. Um, yeah. Uh, I see that, like Machine Head and Amon Amarth. How do you pronounce that yeah. band? Amon uh, Amarth. Amon, yeah, Amon yeah. Amarth. I think. Yeah, yeah, they're coming to Europe, but I'm just, I'm not buying a ticket because uh, I just have, I've no confidence. I have no faith that anything is going to go ahead. I know you're optimistic, and I don't want to fucking burst your bubble. Uh, you know, yeah. cautiously, cautiously optimistic. I mean, yeah. but you, you just never know. It's like you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying not to think too much about it, and then just when it gets to like June, you know, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's, it's supposed to be in like two weeks. So is it actually happening or not? And, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when I had Guns and Roses and Iron Maiden cancel on me in 2020, uh, I cried. I actually cried, dude, because I saw the world crumbling around me, and you know, restrictions start coming in, and. I'm like, fuck, what's actually happening? I see a quote from Mike Portnoy saying that huh. con concerts are not likely to start again until uh, January of 2021. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. What? And here I am in January 2022, haven't been to a show, you know? <laughs> Two years later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. But I mean, I think... Um, I think there's some smaller venues are opening now, right? Like some some gigs are happening at the moment because I I know that um, yeah there's like a, so side project from Iron Man uh, Adrian Smith uh, guitarist, right? Ah, uh, yeah, Maine. with uh, Cla Clotten, yeah, Richie um, Richie Clotten, Richie Richie Cotton uh, Cotton I, I call him yeah. Cotton, Cotton <laughs> Richie Cotton. Um, yeah, because they're, they're uh, I you know they they did like an album last year and, and uh, listened to it. it's pretty good yeah it's, pretty it's good phenomenal album. right it's great yeah, yeah yeah and uh and I saw you know on their or Iron Maiden were advertising on their Facebook you know they said like hey they're, they're doing a West Coast like U S West Coast and England tour yeah and, and again I saw yesterday you know it's like hey the, this is the first night of the tour you know and I think two nights they're playing playing the whiskey in in L A oh wow so ah if I was still there definitely would have gone but uh yeah you know, but uh, it seems like you know maybe there's some small small things happening and now yeah, we'll see in the summertime what what yeah, happens man. for the i guess for the big shows fingers crossed you know because like oh gas mm. that's what that's what happens when you drink a beer during a podcast um but i i look at this as i'm being quite selfish for my own personal reasons like i'm not happy about not going to concerts because I want to go to a concert, you know, but uh, it's my release of life. Like I'm not an employee. I'm not a husband. I'm not a father. I'm just a guy at a show with a beer in my hand, listening to guys that I've had in my ear since I was 16, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's my release of life. But it from a, like a, like I don't want to downplay my own problems. I don't want to upscale it, but I'm kind of like, fuck. But these guys are losing their minds because big bands all over the world that's how they make their bread and butter and yeah. when you when you look at um people who are like the road is their home like people like jonathan yeah. davis from corn mm -hmm. you know he's he's losing his goddamn mind completely because he's got a tour yeah. there's no availability to tour yeah yeah um, no I, I think for like the the you know the musicians like you know who like you said it's like their bread and butter and stuff you know yeah can't imagine like how it's how it must have been very difficult or still is you know yeah and i didn't know this either but um on rob flynn's podcast uh, no fucking regrets he talks about um other bands who i didn't know that if you're a band and you're signed to a label you're an independent contractor you're oh. you're, you're not making money unless you do something unless you tour you don't get a salary like every month Mm -hmm. And a lot of bands would would finish a tour and depending on the state or province, if it was U.S. or Canada, uh, they would file for unemployment and they would get unemployment yeah. until the next tour or the next wow. album comes out or something like that. So even now, these guys are unemployed, essentially, and are living yeah. off, you know, taxpayer benefits, like taxpayer like funds and stuff like that. So it's yeah. heartbreaking yeah, for yeah. them. They don't want to. They yeah. don't want to do that. They don't want to depend on the government, you know. No, of course. I mean, you want to, you know, you want to earn your, earn, you know, make your living and earn your, you know, earn your money and stuff. Like, right? Like for everyone. But uh, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. that's, uh, it's, it's tough. You know, obviously for everyone in the world, and uh, it's been, it's been difficult. But 
um, let's you know let's hope that better times are ahead and and that and that gigs can come back too you know so. yeah damn straight man uh, I got a question for you sure because I got my own I got my own for my answers but what is your what would your favorite heavy metal moment be that you've experienced in the flesh oh man um i can give you two hit me that's right all right i think for me the so first one i'm probably or maybe actually i can give you three but okay i'll start with one right here we go uh i think i was like 13 and you know i didn't know i didn't really know the world of heavy metal hard rock and all that stuff yet and there was this there was, there was this music program uh that used to air every Saturday morning on like the Swiss Swiss TV. So every Saturday morning from like nine to twelve, there was like this these these presenters and stuff. They'd just talk and talk talk stuff about music, and they'd play video clips, you know, music videos. And I don't know, I was you know at home something. I just watching it, and then and then uh, they played Iron Maiden, No More Lies, uh, which was the first time you know I I heard Iron Maiden. And so that was like the, the first time I heard, you know, heavy metal. And that was like, you know, instantly like that, you know, just like, whoa, what, what is this wow. band, you know, and stuff. And then, and then from there, you know, you discover a band and then you, it leads you to another band, another band, and, keep, and then, and that's it, yeah. you know, it just keeps going. So that was like the first, that was like the moment, you know, that. What is that, this? That, like, what is this? Like, whoa, yeah. awesome, yeah. you know. Beautiful. Um, so that's like that could be one. Second one, again, you know, I'm, I'm coming back to Iron Maiden because you know they're they're my favorite band, you know. So gotcha. Um, but uh, first time, first time I saw them live, um, 2005, on the early days tour. And uh, I was I was 15. 15, yeah, 15, I think. And uh, it was in again, it was uh, up in Zurich, you know, just outside of Zurich. Uh, south of south of the city and uh you know first first time seeing them you know two years after you know first hearing their music and stuff and uh, as a 15 year old you know and <laughs> i i somehow managed uh, we were with some some friends and stuff and we somehow managed to get quite close to the front you know like four you know four five rows back so you know and i was on uh steve harris and yannick Gers side you know so the yeah. stage you know, right, right hand of when you're looking at it, right, uh, right hand of the stage. Yeah. And they start, you know, the intro music came on, the lights come down, and then and then um, uh, murders in the in the room morgue, the first yeah. uh, first song on the Killers album. That's what they opened with, you know, with the drum fill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then just like, lies, Steve Harris, like, run straight out. Oh my god! And I was a 15, I was like. But the thing is, like, <laughs> I remember the, like, the first three songs, I could see, you know, a lot, but I was just picked up, yeah, from yeah, off yeah. off the ground, just meshed, and I was just moving around like no control, just like, just like yeah, uh, squashed between bodies, and then so <laughs> after like, I think it was during the trooper or something like that, and and uh, it got to the point where I was like, I started like, <gasps> I gotta breathe, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, okay, I gotta take a few steps back so I can, you know, so I can actually enjoy the gig and stuff like that. Yeah. Like probably. So yeah, first, uh, first maiden gig, that was, that was quite something. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, hopefully this summer will be like, the, I think the seventh, seventh time seeing them. Seven. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so first one, you know, that's the, that was the, that was the big one. So there you go. Two, Beautiful. Big, uh, two big heavy metal moments for me uh, again with, you know, the, the same band, but that's the one that, uh, that started all, you know, for me anyway. Amazing, man. Beautiful memories. Yeah. Like, the, I, I bet you could still, like, close your eyes and smell what it was like and and remember who was next to you and how squashed you felt. And I, I remember that, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but I remember, you know, Steve Harris on the monitor and, like, just like, whoa. Like, oh, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Beautiful, man. Crazy. Amazing yeah. memories. I love it. Yeah. 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 And again, you know, it, yeah. you just, it's things you don't forget, you know. So. Yeah, you don't forget your first show. 
my nope. my first show was Oasis. I went when I was twelve. I went with my mother. It was awesome. <laughs> but, um, but it's okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's why not? You know. There Oasis you go. Live. Yeah, but for 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 the maiden gig, my you know, because I was fifteen, I couldn't drive. You know, so yeah. my 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 mother had to drive us drive us all up. You know, three hour uh, drive from from <laughs> Nyon to, to Zurich, yeah, and then and then back. You know, after the gig. You know, so wow. Yeah, and I, I remember she um she was towards the end of the gig you know she was waiting to, to pick us up and she said uh you know she could hear the kick drum oh so yeah nico nico mcbrain yeah just through the car and everything because it was just so loud you know yeah yeah <laughs> she was like and she still I, that's something she still remembers you know, from that For day real. as well so yeah, amazing you never forget those moments you know like going to a show and hearing a sound check feeling that fucking the kick drum in your chest yeah, when the, they're through the chest yeah, yeah, oh, dude absolutely. those those are beautiful memories you know what i yeah. mean you'll never forget yeah, yeah. that shit that's what you're that's almost 20 years ago yeah it was two, uh, 2005 yeah so so wow yeah nearly 20, oh, 15 17 15 15 16 yeah seven, seven. Wait, wait what year are we again <laughs> it's it's 2025 yeah I, yeah, I have to look at my phone yeah okay okay 2022. god yeah it's 2022 oh my goodness it's, the last two years have just been a blur you know just it has thing. been it has been i wouldn't know it's january only we just had christmas so like yeah you know what i mean um, what about you did, did you like do you have like a moment that Sticks I, d- out for you. I do dude I do I always tell people this story dude I, I'm a huge Zach Wilde fan right when oh. I first time I heard um uh Bark at not Bark at the Moon No More Tears the yep. video uh, it was on Krang or Scuzz TV in the UK uh first time I heard that and I saw the video you know long blonde hair topless guitar soloing I'm like a 12, 13-year-old and I just want to yep. rock out. I just want to get a guitar and be a guy on stage, you know. Uh, so yep. I've always been like a huge Aussie fan and a huge Zach Wilde fan, Black Label Society, whatever. And I've yep. seen them a whole bunch of times. Uh, 2000 and I want to say 2016, I saw um, Black Label Society. They came to um, Z7 in Prattown mm-hmm. in uh, north northwestern Switzerland. Um, up by Basel, yeah. Yep. Uh, so we got the meet and greet tickets as well to go with it. So you pay an extra couple of bucks and you get to meet the band before the show and high five and hug and they sign your ticket and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, picture with the band and everything. Fucking beautiful. Um, you know, meeting Zach was euphoric for me. A, a huge, huge Zach Wild fan. And he just looks the part too, you know, just this biker looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's too um, weird and like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that's, not, that's not the moment. The moment is, um, I remember back when I was in a band, I was in a band called Red King. And, you know, the guitarist yeah. was a fucking phenomenal guitarist, but he just always wanted to write like the fastest, most aggressive, most fucking vicious thrash metal riff, you know? Yeah. And after a while, I was like, dude, I want to I want to do something heavy and slower and just four, four with like an easy riff, but a killer guitar solo. And my yeah. foundation for that was Fire It Up by Black Label Society. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was my standard. That was always the song that I wanted to t- kind of write, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played at this show that I just met Zach Wilde at. I'm a huge fan. So fire it up comes on right oh and, man. Yeah, yeah and for this tour they extended the guitar solo and zach comes out onto the crowd and yep. solos in the crowd stands up at the bar and <laughs> it was amazing dude i found videos that i didn't take but i'm in one of the videos so during the solo he comes back down off the stage and he's just negotiating down his steps and I'm standing right at the corner of the bar. And like he puts the guitar over the back of his head, almost hits me in the head with the guitar. But it's it's during Fire It Up. So this fucking song, I'm like head banging. I'm like, Zach Wilde is just passing my shoulder. I see people yeah. filming. I throw my hands up. I'm like, oh man, this is a goosebumps fucking moment in my life, That's dude. It, man. Amazing. It. I'll never forget that for as long as Tremendous. I live. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Definitely. 
it's like those moments you're just like you know when you meet your when you see your heroes yeah man just like and I'd I'd met him that day and you know we spoke Mm. for a while I asked him to sign the ticket to my daughter I misspelled my daughter's name I was so fucking starstruck (laughs) she'll she'll forgive you in a few years don't (laughs) I dropped the ball on that one um I, I wanted to ask you your worst moment first so that we we like end on a high note, but what's your worst moment? Worst moment. Uh, here's the thing. I, 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 most every gig I've been to, I think has been, you know, great and, and or awesome or, you know, no, 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 I, I can't think of like a bad, like a really terrible gig. I was like, you know, what is this? And, you know, left early or something. Yeah. But I think maybe it's not a, a worst moment, but like maybe, maybe a, a regret or something. I don't know. You know, not basically not seeing a, a band live, and which you can't anymore. Yeah. When uh, uh, Dio, when Ronnie James Dio passed away, so that was like, uh, when was that? Twenty twenty ten, I think, right? Yeah. And just like before, before then, I was really sort of getting into black sabbath um you know starting to get back into like you know the um uh you know still buying cds you know (laughs) back back in the day i i still buy cds as well you know absolutely if it's like a a band i really like then i'll go ahead and buy the album you know yeah yeah, anyway uh yeah i was i was so i was getting back into like you know into black sabbath and, and you know the aussie stuff and all that and then I also bought the Heaven and Hell album with, with Dio. And, um, you know, and it was just like around that time when he passed away and, and they did, um, they were touring, you know, as uh, Heaven and Hell, you know, with them. Um, so you had the, the, the Dio, uh, Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, and um, uh, Vinnie Apice, right? On, yeah, uh, which is like the, the, which was like the, that era, you know, back in the eighties, like heaven and hell mob rules and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they released an album, uh, the devil, you know, great album. Uh, if, uh, if you have us to it. Mm-hmm. heavy riffs, man, heavy riffs. Yeah. Oh, it's Tony. Iommi, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be good. And they, they released that and they were touring that and all, and then he, and he passed away. And it was just when I was, when I was getting, you know, sort of rediscovering, or discovering, you know, the, the Dio era. And, you know, it was like, you know, it's, you just, you know, when you, you're getting into something and then you realize that, you know, that, that you're not going to be able to, to, to see them live and stuff. It was, it was, a, you know, it was, it was, obviously it was sad when he, when he passed away as well, you know. So I think that was like probably the, 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 the re, let's say the regret or the worst, you know, like, uh, you know, never going to see Dio in heaven and hell and all that stuff, you know. So I Yeah, for real. That, that would sort of, sort of be it, I guess, yeah. It's it's like when Lemmy passed away, that that moment where you knew that there's never yeah. going to be a replacement for Lemmy. Like they're not going to find another bass player and singer for for Motorhead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the Dio years are kind of done. You, we we kind of knew yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up to 2010 that he was he was losing his battle. Um. Yeah. He was he was looking yeah. very unhealthy and frail and stuff and. Yeah, man, not not seeing Dio. I haven't seen him either, and it's just like, ugh, you know. It's and like I, you know you want. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, cutting you off. There. It's okay, <laughs> it's man. Just, I'll edit you out completely. It's yeah, fine. yeah, just just, just edit me out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was like you're saying. It's one one of those. You know, it's like you realize that you're not gonna be able to see him. But you know, you again, it comes back to the whole music. You know, it's like the music is always there, and that's uh. You know that's 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 still awesome. You know, lives on. Yeah, for real. You know, and Lemmy, and you know, they still live on, so it's all right. Exactly, man. I love going back on all the old albums and just, you know, when you hear the albums and you're a music head, you start to fucking like take out instruments. You start to focus on just the voice, or you start to focus on like the bass behind the the main riff or things like that and like when i listen to master of puppets you're hearing cliff burton you know you're you're hearing that you know you're hearing all that stuff and it's the same with dio you're hearing dio when he was in the studio recording his voice that's him you know or watching him on youtube or something like that but 
Absolutely. Yeah, man. These these guys from back in the day, they're 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 getting old. You know, they're they getting... are. You know, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, but we we've we've been we've been very lucky, I think. You know, to to still you know be able to see see these 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 huge band metal bands. True. That you know they're you could say they're they're heyday you know popularity and stuff was like the 80s 70s and 80s not yeah but you know you can still see them today you know a lot of them you know yeah very lucky yeah i took um i took when i was dating martha in ireland when i was dating uh my my now wife in ireland um we went to el divo we i I took her to el divo and uh you know the, the the el divo band I can't. I don't think so. No, they're they're not metal, bro. They're uh, yeah. They're they're the the, the four uh, are they tenors? They're like the the operatic singers. Ah, okay, like like acapella, like kind of thing like that, or no, 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 full full band no. and everything. But they're full they're band, huge. Okay. Google okay. them after. One of the guys passed away recently. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. but yeah, we went to see El Divo, and I I said you know like my goal is to get my wife to a heavy metal concert. And, you know, it happened by accident. It was actually a, a Christmas present. They were, they, she bought for me, she like bought me Judas Priest tickets and handed them to me in a restaurant for my birthday or Christmas or something. Um, and she like, there was two tickets. And I said, hey, what's this? And she said, we're, we're going to Judas Priest, bro. <laughs> so we went to Judas Priest. I got my wife to Judas Priest. Hey, there you go. There yeah. you go. Man. Is is that the the only concert metal concert she's been to with you? Is that the only Correct. one? Or? Correct. Yeah, I but haven't she, been she fortunate did, enough to get her to go to another one. She she did the one and that that's you know, but but she did it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And it was awesome. We we have some funny stories that will remain off of this. Of course, podcast. Yeah. I'll tell you off air, but we have a couple of funny stories. Yeah, yeah. I hope she doesn't hear this one. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so yeah but it was great um and off topic yeah. speaking of uh judas priest did you see what happened to richie faulkner when he was playing um at the, sh- the show in the u was it the u.s they were playing yeah 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 the heart heart uh, was a heart attack or something a heart condition or something. something i don't know the medical terms but fucking something was happening that has like a very small percentage of survival rate um, yep. And you can see the yeah. video; it's so distressing to watch. He just—he's yeah. frozen. But it's the most heavy metal moment in the history of fucking heavy metal, dude. He nailed all the solos in Painkiller while he's having yeah. this medical issue, and he's yeah. got like a metal valve in his heart now, and it, yeah, it's yeah, like, like he's made of metal, yeah. something like that. Yeah, crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'll give you. Um, I'll give you my. Uh, worst heavy metal moment. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you anyway, so I was like, okay, so what's I'm, your worst? <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit it, bro. Oh. Uh, I walked out. I walked out of a uh, dream theater concert after 20 minutes. Dream theater. Oh, yeah. Man. Dream theater would be up there in my top five of mu- yeah, yeah, of sure. bands. They're they're the mecca of of prog rock. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely adore that band with all of my heart. I want to premise this fucking debaucherous yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, with that. yeah. Set, set the background and all. <laughs> they were touring with their album like in 2000 and whatever it was, 15 or 16 or something. And, uh, you know, they were playing the album start to finish. It's a concept album. Yeah. Um, no one kind of knew the lyrics. I didn't do my research. I thought it was a Dream Theater concert. It's a an album show so okay. i was i was expecting octavarium i was expecting walk beside you i was expecting yeah. all the hits yeah. i wasn't expecting that it was a seated concert oh yeah i wasn't expecting that you weren't allowed out to get a beer wow okay and i wasn't expecting that security would be walking the aisles telling people to a sit down and b put your phone away whether you were texting or taking pictures this would have been after i'd stopped taking pictures at concerts and just enjoying the fucking show yeah Um, yeah that's 
but so you had yeah but But, still that's dude just before had just before i'd had enough there was like people just want to enjoy themselves at a show and the fundamental characteristic of heavy metal is i think premised on the fact that it's against the rules and that there are no rules and we're free to do what we want we paid for the tickets yeah exactly yeah Yeah. but all of these security i mean there must have been 20 security through all the aisles just telling people to sit down put your phone away uh stop being so rowdy no head banging we're sitting down like this no head banging dude they were telling everybody to stop this is while dream theater were playing as well like while they were playing um 20 minutes so it was like two songs in because every song is like 10 fucking minutes yeah yeah of course um so I I was with my 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 uh, concert buddy and I just said, dude, I'm not having a good time. Are you? Because I'll stay for you. He's like, dude, I'm not having a good time either. Let's get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> but so yeah, we walked out. We got drunk in the foyer and we left. Yeah. So that's my. I won't say okay. it's a regret, but I walked out after 20 minutes of Dream Theater. That's sad to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it's something you you you'd do. You know, at a dream theater gig. You know, if I saw the Spice Girls live, I would be there start to finish, and I wouldn't miss a song. It's that simple. You know what I mean? Um, but fortunately, my one of my last shows before Corona hit was uh, Dream Theater, so uh, I got so, redem- and- I got redemption on that. <laughs> okay, and it was like a normal back yeah. to normal. <laughs> yeah, back to normal gig. Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah, my last three shows actually were a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of pretty much the same weekend, start of week. Um, I think I think you told me that. I told yeah. you that one. Yeah, it was Dream Theater so. on the Friday. It was Dragon Force on the Saturday, and Megadeth and Five Finger Death Punch on the Monday. So that was a good way to end the fucking spurt of concerts, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> but um. Yeah, dude, I think that's good, man. I, I, I enjoy talking about music and I think I could go for another hour, but in the interest of editing and people listening, I think an hour is good for now, right? Is it, it's already been an hour, yeah? It's I been mean, an hour. Time just flies, you know. It's like, But we, we didn't even cover all the topics. There you go, man. We <laughs> can, we'll have to, do, have to do part two. We'll do part two. I have no issues with right. part two, man. All right, sounds good. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Guys, thank you very much for listening. Again, please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. I need more subscribers because more subscribers will eventually mean more money and more uh, eyeballs and, you know, just get this thing funded so we can help local business in the Lucerne, Switzerland area. That's what I'm trying to accomplish here with this podcast, Jason. Helping. Uh, It's it's all good. You're giving back to the community, you know, hopefully. So... There you it's, go. Uh, it'll, it'll get there. It'll get there. Just keep Eventually. it up. It's uh, CMA podcast. You know. There you go, it's, man. Uh, it's always, always rocking. That's sure. what we do. So do me a favor. Hit the like button. Or if you don't want to hit the like button, hit me with a comment. Just say good podcast or shit podcast or hey, stop using bad language or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apple Podcast and Spotify. Do me a favor. Uh, not like, share, and subscribe. What's the one for Apple Podcast and Spotify? Rate and review and hit the follow button so you follow. never miss an episode. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, do you have any final words, Jason? Man, it was, it was an absolute pleasure to sit here and chat to you on, on, on the podcast. And... Um, yeah, we, we co- I feel like we covered like part one, you know, like the gigs, the first gigs leading up in Switzerland and all that. We'll do part two uh, coming up. Coming up another we time will. Sure. We will. I think if, that's a good idea. Have, if you'll have me back, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, your, your, your podcast fee will be cut 50%. You're way more welcome on this podcast ah, considering okay. tonight. So you won't have to pay that much next time. All right, my, my agent will contact your agent and, you know, we'll negotiate some new contract terms and, you know, for, for the next one. No, you're talking. Royal, now you, royalties and, you know. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. No, now you're speaking yeah, my language, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man, we, we do have a lot to talk about on the next podcast. We'll talk about your American adventure. How about that? Yeah, we'll talk about the U.S. Uh, gigs there and, uh, and, uh, and the return as well. And then obviously, you know, uh, 
whatever whatever else may may come from from our discussions there you go man rocking let's uh let's set up a second podcast over the coming weeks and let's get that one done sounds good sounds good awesome jason thank you very much man the pleasure was all mine ah man thanks thanks a lot have a good have a good evening have a good week and you know stay rocking there you go take care guys thanks for listening yeah bye